Okay, we're going to call the meeting to order. Roll call. Mr. Lamar. Here. Mr. Kabicki. Here. Mr. Brokamp. Here. Okay, stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, and uh, first of all, thank you everybody for coming. And before we go on to our regular meeting, similar to the last meeting, we had some uh, um, major things to talk about that have happened in the, the township. So before we begin our meeting, I want to bring up everybody up to date on some of the major township events. Uh, for those of you that don't already know, um, our fellow colleague and trustee Susan Hughes sadly passed away last month on December 10th. Uh, we paid a nice tribute to her in our last December meeting, and uh, we will continue to find ways to tribute her in a more formal way in the future, uh, and we look forward to um, trying to figure some of those things out. And with that, we had to go on and move on with township business, and Ohio law provides that uh, the township trustees should appoint a new trustee within 30 days. So uh, when any seat uh, is vacated, it gives the remaining trustees a unique opportunity uh, to appoint a, that, that new position, whether it be trustee or fiscal officer in Caroline Eakin's case, uh, that they believe they, they get a chance to appoint somebody new that they believe can best serve the township. And we've always taken that responsibility with great care and respect. Uh, when Melissa Taylor, after Susan's passing, Melissa Taylor canvassed Brian Lamar and I on any ideas of who we might have to serve out the rest of Susan's term. Uh, the first person that came to both of our list was uh, Steve Brokamp, who is sitting here to my left. Um, he was at the top of both our lists, and Melissa agreed he'd be a tremendous selection to serve on our board, so it was an easy choice to make. Um, so sitting next to me to our left is our new trustee, Mr. Steve Brokamp who we had a special meeting on December 27th between Christmas and the holiday. We came and had a special meeting and uh, we swore him in as our new, um, and we swore him in as our new trustee on December 27th to keep in line with that 30 day notice. So Steve, thank you and welcome aboard. Thank you so much. And now let me give you a little background on Steve Brokamp. We'll kind of go segue into more positive now, a little upbeat tone. Again, always respectful of Susan and her family. But uh, it's a new year, and um, we pay tribute to him. We'll continue to do so, and our condolences go out to their family. That will never stop. So let's go on to Steve Brokamp and talk about this. I first met Steve over a decade ago when he was the beloved principal at uh, Marymount High School, Marymount, Ele excuse me, Marymount Elementary School. He was always well-liked and well-respected and was always looking at positive solutions to any problems or opportunities. I always admired his ability to work with such a broad range of people and their unique personalities. My kids love Mr. Broken. <laughs> I mentioned Mr. Broken, maybe Joanne said they loved him. Uh, that says a lot about a principal. Uh, at the township, we've worked with Steve, more Brian and, and Melissa did even more closely, worked on them on some zoning issues in the past and also, and also so some traffic issues and found them to be both reasonable, balanced, truthful, and fair. Um, uh, you'll find <clears throat> Uh, him to be a great compassionate listener and which is great for any community well, I mean, it's always nice to have that that's steve's reputation as being a compassionate caring listener uh, in addition to being the principal uh, he was uh, a former teacher and currently serves 20 counties in ohio for junior achievement a nonprofit that provides some financial literacy career readiness and entrepreneurial education for grades uh, kindergarten through 12 
and uh, post-secondary education as well. As far as education-wise, Mr. Brokamp, well, two things. Mr. Brokamp's a lifelong Cincinnati resident, and he's got a master's degree of educational administration from Cincinnati's own Xavier University. Cincinnati guy, you gotta love that. <laughs> and as I said before, when a trustee position opens up, it puts us in a unique position to pick a highly qualified person and a great team member. Steve's got an incredible background at dealing with people, solving problems, and being just a positive influence in the community. I've always looked up to him for that. Um, he was an easy pick and I'm proud he accepted our invitation to serve on this board and I believe many years from now when you guys even might even vote me out you'll be looking thinking I like this guy how'd he get on our team and we love him so uh, that said we're gonna introduce you to legendary Columbia Township resident new wow. trustee Steve Brokamp Steve why don't you tell us a little about the neighborhood you live in and a little about your family and we won't go too deep and we'll, we'll maybe do, take a deep dive in a podcast later but tell us a little about yourself it's gonna be very difficult to live up to that uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no it's I, I'm really honored to be here and I really appreciate um, the trust that you all have put into me early on here um, you know, I've been a member of Columbia Township community for, gosh, what, 12 years or more. Um, and we moved here with our family because I was becoming the principal at Marymount. And um, I just, we just fell in love with the community. And uh, we've always been very proud to be in the Columbia Township portion of the community. Good. Um, We're proud to have you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, just very excited um, love the love the area love the neighborhood and I, I, I have to give a shout out to all of the services provided by the community um, as my wife Andrea who's here can attest uh, we moved in from Welcome. Claremont County and um, we lived in Claremont County for over 20 years um, built our second and our third house out there and um, we we're just amazed by the services provided by Columbia Township when we moved here. Just, you know, just law enforcement, fire safety, um, street cleaning, uh, just everything. And so we've been very proud to be here and we're lucky. So thank you for, for inviting me to the team. Well, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us. And just to be specific here, uh, as far as where you're part of the community, it's the Plainville area, Wooster Pike, Hind Walgreens, and uh, I mean, just to be specific, to tell them exactly where where you live. Sure. Yeah, I'm on. I'm at 4225 Beach Street, which is the very last house at the top of the hill. We sit in a little yellow frame house up there, um, and just have just a beautiful view of the surroundings, and uh, it's just a very private, wonderful area. And it was perfect. It was a perfect place for a new principal to land. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out, out Not of the, in the village. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit out of the fray. Yes, yes I can, yes, I can cer perfect. certainly see that. Well, again, yes. welcome. And, uh, and as we always say, we try to find new representation from different parts of the community. So it's, it's nice to see that. And uh, so thank you. And Joy, we, we look forward to serving with you. Thanks. Brian, I don't know if you had anything to add. It, love to. I think you said it really well when um, you said reasonable, balanced, truthful, and fair. I wrote that down and I've known Steve for a couple of years um, and a couple of different issues in the township and found him that is a great words to describe him and I think he's going to be such an amazing addition to the community to the township I look forward to working with him and um, his background um, is perfect for this role and have no doubt that um, he'll do well and you know we were I, I know that he commended the road crew they go up to the top of that hill and salt it and wait for the snow to melt and then drive down it which i found amazing so 
pretty interesting. Good, good stuff. The high pressure. It's like a first-round <laughs> draft pick, guys. You're expecting big things from this guy. So, no, seriously, welcome aboard. Thank you. There we go. Now we go on, and we've got a couple other special treats here, too, <laughs> I guess, with this meeting. Uh, so if I'm a little out of sorts, just bear with me. You're dealing with the Susan, and then we got Steve, and we got swearings in, we got all kinds of stuff. So, but first, before we do that, we'll go the approval and signing of the minutes uh, from the regular meeting minutes of December 12, 2023. I guess Steve won't vote on these since he wasn't a part of that. So let's, I make a motion. We approve the signing of the meeting minutes of December 12, 2023. Do I hear a second? I'll second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Kubicki. Yes. Okay. And I make a motion to approve the special meeting minutes of December 27, 2023. Again, I think Steve's not supposed to vote on this. So roll call. Mr. Lamar? Well, I'll second that first oh, of all. Thank you. Yeah, second. Yeah. And yes. <laughs> Mr. Kamiki. Yes. yes. Okay, and now I have the honor and the privilege of swearing in the fiscal officer, the always brilliant, always on time and under budget, Caroline Eakin. <laughs> okay, so um, so I guess oh, I swear gosh. her in. Do I stand for this? And did you guys give me a script or something oh, to read? Oh, I, my bad. Totally. That's all right. I got it. Let me go. I'm sorry. It. I don't have That's it. That's okay. Just say I do. Give me a second. Know my heart, <laughs> David. No, no, I do not. I don't either. Bear with us. So, I bet I have it on my phone. Did you get a spot out front? It's okay. The tree lips like, oh, gosh. We oh used it for the other meeting. I never put it back. You know, just, just use her name. Okay, there we go. Okay, and then All right. Okay, I guess you stand up. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, I, uh, Caroline Heakin. I, Caroline Heakin. Do solemnly swear to support the Constitution of the United States. Do solemnly swear to support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the State of Ohio. The Constitution of the State of Ohio. And the laws of the State of Ohio. And the laws of the State of Ohio. And that I will faithfully, honestly, and impartially. And that I will faithfully, honestly, and impartially. Perform the duties of the Office of Fiscal Officer of Columbia Township. Perform the duties of the Office of Fiscal Officer of Columbia Township. Sorry if I was a little disjointed there. Okay. Thank you. Now you got to swear in Brian Lamar. Yes, okay. <clears throat> I, Brian Lamar. I, Brian Lamar. Do solemnly swear to support. Do solemnly swear to support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the State of Ohio. The Constitution of the State of Ohio. And the laws of the State of Ohio. And the laws of the State of Ohio. And that I will faithfully, honestly, and impartially. And that I will faithfully, honestly, and impartially perform the duties. Perform the duties of the Office of Trustee of Columbia Township. Of the Office of Trustee of Columbia Township. Thank you. Thank you. And now, as we said, we already swore him in on December yes. 27th, but for the sake of the public and the ceremony and everything, let's go ahead and swear okay. him in again. Let's do it again. <laughs> I, Steve Brokamp. I, Steve Brokamp. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. To support the Constitution of the United States. To support the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the State of Ohio. The Constitution of the State of Ohio. And the laws of the State of Ohio. And the laws of the State of Ohio. And that I will faithfully, honestly, and impartially. And I will faithfully, honestly, and impartially. Perform the duties of the Office of Trustee of Columbia Township. Perform the duties of the Office of Trustee of Columbia Township. Okay, now we move on to open forum. I don't have anyone signed in. Okay. Unless, oh. Did you want to make any comments? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, uh, then we move on to reports. We start with the fiscal officer's re report with the newly sworn in Ms. Heakin. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, December was the end of the 2023 budget year and the general fund ending balance was $4,075,864, which was an increase of 3% from November. Restricted fund ending balance was $5,897,113, which is up 5% from November. Totaled, these funds are $9,972,977, which is an increase of 6% from November. Revenues for December were zero, and expenses were $489,249. Uh, Year-to-date revenues, $6,624,123, and year-to-date expenses, $5,323,663. Um, the Hamilton County first half property tax revenue settlement will occur in March of 24, and the second half will occur in September of 24. The residential levy revenues do not cover the cost of the township's public services. Business revenues cover more than 80% of the cost of our public services in Columbia Township. And thanks to Columbia Township's success in attracting and supporting businesses, we can continue to provide our community with these exceptional services at a lower cost. Thank you. Any questions about this evening's report? Okay. Uh, any questions about the road superintendent's report? Um, I would like to point out um, that um, our road superintendent, Dustin Frazier, wanted everyone to be reminded. Um, our Christmas tree pickup program started this month and will continue until January 29th. If you miss putting out your live tree, which we, we will pick up and recycle and return to the earth, uh, if you miss the January 29th cutoff, uh, we will pick up the trees on the regular brush day. I see our, one of our fire chiefs uh, shaking his head. You shouldn't have uh, dead trees in there for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> fire hazard. Yes. He really wasn't, but we just <laughs> lighten the mood a little bit. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, then we go on to the uh, administrator's report with Ms. Taylor. I just have a couple of items verbally that I want to share. Uh, I want to uh, say that um, as we are um, ending, and, and Ms. Heakin will um, agree with me here, as we are ending a very full year, uh, administratively as well as accounting-wise, and also at the same time starting a new year, it is a really heavy lift for the staff. And Caroline has been in and out, you know, um, assisting us in keeping going. But I want to say a special thank you to Lauren Allison and Ellen Harbach, who is an employee of Fairfield, Fairfield, Fairfax, my old Butler County days, Fairfax Village that we share. Uh, and uh, both of them have been phenomenal. We literally, all of us, at times in the afternoons, you've seen it when you've been in, will all be in a row in chairs gathered around laptops pushing through almost like plowing fields <laughs> so i want to thank them it's a very busy time and we have a lot of other items that require a lot of work as well uh, grant compliance and reporting and things like that so uh, a shout out to them and then also the big news for us uh, administratively and development wise in 2024 as everyone knows is that 
we will be moving forward with redevelopment of the Madison Place Firehouse on Murray. And so um, I have been working the past um, month for uh, to finalize the details of the construction contract and to uh, uh, we're scheduling a pre-construction meeting with our engineer, project manager, architects, and the contractors and uh, key staff members here, Dustin and I will be lead for the township at the in the last week of January. And then we will have an updated schedule in terms of delivery for that project. So that's gonna occupy an, an extensive amount of my time as well as Dustin's this year, but we'll keep you know moving forward on a lot of other um, things as well. So those are that's what's kind of pressing for us. And I, I know that we tentatively have um, our first event scheduled uh, at uh, the St. Patrick's Day at 50 West because we cannot use the firehouse building. And I just had the date in front of me, and I don't worry about it. It's on the it's on the the, the, the door. Door. <laughs> I just had the date in front of me and, and blanked on it uh, in March, and. Uh, so that's our first m move of an event away from our firehouse and then as I as uh, I've mentioned before we are going to have a conversation with um, Chandra, Lauren, Dustin, me and some others to look at the logistics of the other events about what we are going to be able to do or not do in alternate locations and so hopefully by February we will have and of course to bring it to the trustees for final approval for the event schedule for the year so okay uh, any questions about the administrators reports other than that no okay any questions about the economic development report from mr. Uh, Montgomery I have a comment okay go ahead I'm excited about the potential of Waffle House <laughs> at Ridge and Highland yes. um, I hope that happens. That'd be a great addition to the community. Big fan. There's a there's a lot, and I have to remember what structures on it. But there's a they're splitting an existing lot in the shopping center area. I assume it's where the White Castle was. So, no, no, they're splitting off a new lot. It's it's um, over there. Cultural Lows, I think, is what it looks like. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so if you if you cross uh, continue going west on Highland past the ridge intersection it's there so they're actually doing a lot split and they're going to build new and so we will make sure that we um, can add them to our Columbia Township uh, taste of Columbia Township if we're able to pull off Margaritaville this June and have Waffles or yeah. something oh, yeah. else amazing hash browns from waffles. their hash browns waffles. <laughs> yes. Let's get the giant scissors ready to do it. Let's so, go. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin. All right. Uh, now we move on to the police report with the legendary Robin Reed, Sergeant Robin Reed. I have nothing. I wanted to make sure that. <laughs> no um, news is good news with police. We're okay with that. I wanted to make sure that you did receive the report from the intelligence unit, and Brian has pointed out that he has it in hand. Um, and no news is good news. Everything is uh, running well and um, just proud that these guys are out there giving it their all. Mm -hmm. Any questions? I'd like to add something. You go. I want to say thank you to uh, Lieutenant Paul Neighbor and also Sergeant Robin Reed. Um, even though uh, we have with you a contract, it doesn't feel like a contract. It truly feels like it's community policing. We hear that from residents and fr from businesses as well. And I want to say on behalf of the staff, Lieutenant Neighbor and Sergeant Reed come in regularly. Uh, Robin comes in with 
goodies, <laughs> which we really appreciate, but also really thoughtful things when uh, you know something happens, a card or something like that. So it's really special. And so I'm going to attempt to read this. This actually came from Lieutenant Neighbor. He sent to me before the year ended um, on um, sorry, on December 21st. He said, um, "I'm thinking of you all. Yours to Susan. May God." lift her up to heaven in the palm of his hand. So I want to say thank you guys for doing that for us. Thank you. Sorry. That's all right. Thank you. Um, okay. Uh, next we move on to uh, Little Miami Joint Fire and Rescue District report and also the Deer Park Silverton Fire District with Mr. Lamar. And we obviously have Chief Beater out in the audience as well, but Mr. Lamar. Yeah, Chief Sifke uh, just texted me a few minutes ago and said that he was unable to attend. And no news is good news for Little Miami, and no news is good news in Deer Park Silverton. So it'll be a short report. That's always good. Get the trees out of the house, though, right? <laughs> Especially the live ones. Do not burn them in your fireplace. Okay, no, don't burn them in your fireplace. Okay. Okay. Um, can you burn them outside? No. Okay. Um, okay, asking now we move on. Yeah. He's asking for a friend. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, next, we move on to trustees' reports. Anything to report? I, I just probably, you know, Melissa kind of alluded to it. Um, I think 2024 was a challenging year in many ways and ended really hard. And the staff. Maybe 2023. 2023. Yes. Oh my gosh, I already knew this year. Um, 2023 was a challenging year, and our staff is just so amazing. We say it a lot. Um, people notice it. I notice it. They work really hard. They really care about Columbia Township and the employees and the services we provide. They work so hard, and um, so thank you to Mel and your team. Yeah, thank you. And, and, and Melissa, you've certainly had some great picks with with Lauren and Ellen and some of the other guys mm -hmm. too, and the Dustin and his gang and Jim, Jamie, Rob, mm -hmm. all those guys. Every time you see these guys, and one thing I love is they all have each other's backs. I mean, you guys are all very tight, tight unit. They would do anything for this community and anything for each other. Mm -hmm. That's a really good bunch of people, and, uh, and that's why we go out of our way to bend over backwards to, to tribute them because I think that's how you keep and retain good people and even when I know Rob French came from the Claremont County I mean he just he just sees the love here and it, and it makes a difference uh, it may seem corny to sometimes some people at times it's times it's even corny to me but you can't help it it's contagious so it's a good group of people and certainly Lauren and Ellen out in the front office here uh, just you just walk in and you want to smile they're just really good souls and, uh, and obviously you can pay homage to how, how great a job they do so Steve, you're going to see all this. And I, I also, I think when you get our team, you get their family too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, no pressure <laughs> for you. But it's, you don't have to. Yeah. But I think everybody I've met, Lauren's okay. mom and children of all our road and maintenance crew, and you know they volunteer at events and help us hand out um, um, what is it? cotton candy and mm. who knows what all they're doing. It's amazing. Yeah, all good stuff. So there you go. And again, we're gonna have a great 2024. Again, little, like you said, hard things and the Sue's and stuff. So, you guys dealt with a lot in 2023, but 2024, it's gonna be great. And Steve, you're gonna be great. Okay, we move on to communications. Any questions about the communications? Okay, then I guess making a motion to approve the 2023 Board of Trustees monthly meeting dates. I won't mention them. I don't think I, I need to do that. But I make a motion that we improve 
we approve the 2023 Board of Trustee meeting dates, which is the second Tuesday of every month. At 4 p.m. At 4 p.m. Here. I make a motion, we approve it. Do I hear a second? I'll second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. <clears throat> Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes. Okay. That will be our final year in this building. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I make a motion to nominate. We got to do nominations. Uh, we make a motion to nominate an, an election of the trustee board president. I'll, I'll make a motion to nominate David Kubicki as uh, to continue, continue as uh, Columbia Township Board of Trustees president. I'd rather you second that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope he seconds. I was just about to do that. <laughs> I second that. Roll call. Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Kubicki. Sure. Mr. Burkhardt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and that's soon the change. All right, I make a motion to nominate an election of the Board of <coughs> Trustees Vice President. I make a motion we nominate and continue with Brian Lamar. Do I hear a second? I second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Yes. Mr. Broken. Yes. thank yes. you. Okay. Uh, and uh, make a motion of uh, the appointment of, of representatives to the Little Miami Joint Fire and Rescue uh, District Board. I make a motion that we appoint Brian and Melissa. Do I hear a second? I second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes. Okay, and then uh, appointment of the representative to the Hamilton County Regional Planning Co uh, Commission Planning Partnership. I make a motion we uh, appoint uh, Melissa Taylor. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes. Okay, and I make a motion for the appointment, well, let me start, and the appointment of representatives to Hamilton <coughs> County Tax Incentive Review Council and Housing Council Two representatives. I make a motion. We appoint Brian and Steve Bro Brian Lamar and Steve Brokamp to hire a second. I'll second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Kubicki. <coughs> yes. Mr. Brokamp. Yes. Okay. And then uh, confirmation of the Jed Z board chairperson and representatives. One chair and two reps. I make a motion that we appoint Brian as the chair and uh, I guess I'm appoint myself and Steve Brokamp as reps. Do I hear a second? I'll second. A second. Okay, uh, roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? <coughs> yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes. Okay, uh, now resolutions, we go on, and I'm going to hand this to Melissa because you do a much finer job than me at this. <clears throat> we uh, do not have a supplemental uh, appropriation, just having passed the full appropriation for the entire year, so we'll move on to the two other resolutions. So these are both um, first reading dispensing with the second. The first is establishing a tax increment financing fund repayment plan and dispensing with the second reading. So um, I've mentioned before that tax increment financing is a development tool that the state of Ohio allows communities to use in order to invest heavily in uh, eligible public infrastructure in areas where development is occurring. and we've talked about the tools that this board uses to stretch the property tax revenues which do not cover the cost of these services so to recap we have the jed z which you just appointed the board members to that which is the income tax on our business districts and then uh, as a result of having two currently medical marijuana dispensaries we do have a medical marijuana host community revenue sharing that occurs and we also have tax increment financing districts, which uh, typically have 
debt associated with them in the early years because we have paid for a very costly public improvement. For example, for UC Health over in the Ridge District, we uh, uh, did a road improvement for uh, that area in order to accommodate that project. So when, those debt, when that debt is paid off, then there is revenue that is generated that the township has the um, option to invest in other uh, eligible projects. So the shorter story or the short ending of this program is that because TIFs are considered by the county or the state auditor as a complex accounting uh, mechanism, because there are loans that are made, maybe you may recall when we purchased for redevelopment the properties on Murray and on Cambridge for redevelopment as an eligible investment. We loaned the funds to do that in, from general fund, which is the Jed Z and the medical marijuana fund. Again, these are not property taxes. Loaned it to that TIF fund and then as the Woosty development is fully built and the auditor picks up the new tax revenues on that project, those new revenues will begin to flow into that TIF account. So the punchline, if anyone is still following or interested, is that the auditor asks that we have a repayment plan. It's optional to have a repayment plan uh, to the general fund uh, because our general fund is exclusively, um, for the most part, uh, business revenues from the Jed Z and medical marijuana, and it. Uh, is uh, n not uh, property taxes. It's less of a matter here than it is in some other communities where they have revenues that are in the TIF fund. So this, I'm, I have been managing this plan and it's not required that, the, that I bring it to the trustees, but because I think it's really important that we as a, you as a board, we as the leadership team and with the community listening and being engaged is aware of what it takes to run this community, all the different financing sources and the accounting that is required to do that as well. And so, uh, as I've shared when I, when I came on board, I've been working with TIFs since they first came to Ohio in 1993, so uh, 30, 30 plus years there. And what I um, also want to share is that when I started, the TIFs that had been established were in the Ridge and Highland area, which um, is great, but we don't own as much public infrastructure in the Ridge and Highland area because of the county thoroughfares. Whereas that there were not TIFs in the eastern part of the community where we have needs for uh, redevelopment and public infrastructure. So the Woosie TIF that we put into place as a result of that expansion brought much needed TIF revenues to the eastern part of the community. And when that TIF account starts to cash flow, we've talked about the different uses for that in prior meetings. So I am introducing to the trustees for your awareness, uh, and formally did it as a resolution, what a TIF repayment plan looks like. and. Um, so uh, in the attachment, you'll see that there's a list of the active TIFs. And then I have summaries on some of the TIFs that are already uh, beginning to cash flow. And at what point, what will we use the revenues for, which we've talked about in policy discussions in these board meetings. Uh, and then uh, how we, will we apply revenues as they come into the different TIF funds. And as I said, the auditor, 
allows the trustees to provide policy direction for the use and establishment of TIFs, but the accounting of it falls onto the staff. And so as you may have uh, time, you're welcome to read through, but for example, the plain bill TIF, I state what the estimated uh, net annual revenues may be, what the revenues might be over the lifetime, when we might see new revenues fully come into the TIF account, and then examples of priority projects that the trustees have identified previously. So for example, redevelopment of 6904 Murray, which we just spoke about, the firehouse, giving that back to the community as the township headquarters, the town hall, the community center, and a senior center, and then 6805 Cambridge, um, 6896 Murray, and then economic development within Madison Place and economic development uh, and infrastructure within Madison Place. So that's also a reminder that TIFs must be used generally within a mile or so of the project that is generating all of the funds. So I'm just asking the trustees to um, pass this formally, uh, even though it's not required uh, in the spirit of full disclosure and a favorite word that sometimes pops up in conversations, transparency. Uh, I'll, I'll make a motion that we approve. Do I hear a second? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? <coughs> yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes. And, and real quick, just because I think this is so yes. critical, the revenue sources, as you say, other people's money that we we, we were able to to capture, and I, I I know I'm repeating myself to people that understand, but I call, kind of call it um, you know tips for dummies, which are people like me, honestly. But um, so uh, to bring non-technical, but the medical marijuana, we 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 capture revenue sharing. We share a portion of the revenues that come in. It's a big resource for our community. That when we allowed them to put in those two places over in the Ridge and Highland area, we could we capture two and a half percent of the revenues, which generates around a million dollars a year for this community of other people's money. The Jed Z is an income tax on the businesses, the employees that work at the businesses, not the residents in the community, which generates I think up to about a million and a half this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somewhere in that range? Grows between Fairfax <coughs> and Columbia, and our, our net likely will be just under one okay. So somewhere in that range, and it varies, obviously, depending on things, and hopefully, in perpetuity, it would continue to grow. So I just want to explain that again, because it's so paramount to what we do and how we do it and why we continue to do the things we do, NED grants and events. And then the third revenue source that, that Melissa was talking about, because of her background in economic development and brilliance is anytime we do a project we look and say the Woosty dealership being a prime example it's hard to predict exactly when he's done forget what his cost of construction are it's what the auditor is going to audit it for or, or, or appraise it for and it comes in arrears so that's why it's Melissa's but what we do is we tip those tax increment financing which means you capture the new tax revenues from the new improvements the old tax revenues stay as they are and go to the places they need to go to. The new tax increment financed revenues, we use those to invest in infrastructure for the project and other things we can do in that community. As Melissa mentioned, a lot of that, those, those revenue streams will be captured to pay for, for the fire department. And, and Redevelopment, but cap typically capital infrastructure or capital facilities. And they have to be near the areas. So the Ridge and Highland TIFs have to kind of be spent up in that area. Mm -hmm. The ones down in Plain, but they need to be spent in this area. The ones in Worcester Pike generally want to be spent in the Worcester Pike area. 
Um, that's generally the way it works. And again, I don't mean to be redundant, but it's such a major part of what we do and, and really to me, of all the decisions we, we've made, these are the most important. Those economic development decisions along with the grants Melissa's able to get, those are the brilliance we make. Other than that, then most of the decisions we make on a daily basis, I think anybody could do, I don't say anybody could do, but I'm just saying that I'm involved with this is where we can all come in and make a difference. So I just didn't mean to go be redundant. I know you explained it. I, I'm hoping that maybe no. sim simplifies it no, a little I, bit. But I appreciate the simplification. Yeah. Thank you all. That was incredible yeah. for the layman like myself. And uh, kudos to the transparency and the thought process. Well, that too, we just tipped the chase back too, didn't we? Yes. So that we're able to take those revenues from that, you know, improvement. That let's say that that property goes from, let's say it was worth six hundred grand before, and now it might be worth two and a half million bucks. So you're going to capture those future revenues, and then we will have the ability to invest in infrastructure or bike trails or whatever that improve the area on Wooster Pike. So those are great choices and great things. So, again, those are the places where we can really make a big, big, big difference. That's it. Didn't mean to interrupt, but I thought I'd no. go off a little bit on just explaining that because it's when we go to our town meetings, those <laughs> that is that is ninety percent of the biggest decisions we make, along with the people we select, like Mr. Brokamp and the rest of you guys. Yeah, so, th those are that's a great way to wrap that up. The I, I, the leadership of the board is is crucial to a high performance community, and the team is crucial to the services delivery, uh, and the the ethics and honesty and uh, um, following the compliance and protocols of the different auditor requirements um, and then the funding. Mm -hmm. And uh, not, e not exactly, but we're pretty close to almost doubling, bringing in double what the property tax revenues generate. It's huge. The community, you know, I used to live here. <laughs> the community where I live, that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm sometimes surprised when people would complain about something because I feel that they still must not have, we haven't converted them as a disciple to understand what we are doing in this community, who doubles their property tax revenues between the JEDSI, the medical marijuana money, the tax and grant financing, and the grants. Mm -hmm. So, Monumental. Um, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, didn't mean to go off on that, but I no. thought it's always worth rehashing. It's the first of the year, so there you go. Okay, then we move on to the next one. Okay, this is the final resolution. I'll read the title. Authorizing amendments to the town. Oh, wait. Sorry, oh, what did I do? Do we have to dispense with the second I'm sorry. Reading? Yes, no, no, no. we do. All right, All right, we, I kept sorry. moving. Sorry, thank you. There we go. Okay. I'll make a motion we dispense with the second reading. Do I, do I hear a second? A second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kubicki? Yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes. Good catch, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Authorizing amendments to the Township Handbook Policies and Procedures Manual and dispensing with the second reading. Um, the uh, Township Handbook Policies and Procedures Manual governs uh, personnel. It was put into place in 1996, another 1990 uh, era uh, object, uh, like I mentioned one earlier this evening. There have been a few interim updates, including several that I have made since coming on board. It is still dated. We're working on a full uh, update to it. This evening, I'm asking you just to make a couple of changes to it so that I can move forward with some personnel changes, uh, which is important and is described in the resolution that for us to uh, attract talent, kind of one of the themes this evening, and stay current also under the law. and 
even more importantly, to retain the, the employees that we have. So I'm asking you to adopt the amendments that have outlined in Exhibit A, and I'm going to briefly go through those. Um, so Exhibit A, uh, I'm asking that the, uh, the, I'm giving you examples of current documents and the proposed changes to those documents. So the first item is the organizational uh, chart, and if you uh, pass the resolution, we will delete the current chart and replace it with the 2024 chart, and I'll go through both of those. And then I have two position descriptions. Um, one, I'm asking to delete a 25-year-old uh, administrative assistant position that is no longer needed. And I am going on the record, although I'm not asking for it this evening, I'm going on the record to say that I want to reclassify the road superintendent position as well. And then this evening I'll ask that we create a finance assistant to the administrator position. So I worked with staff over the latter part of this year. We looked at our organizational chart. We talked about the trustees' goals for the services delivery, all of the legal and accounting uh, compliance reporting and other requirements that the state, the county, and the federal and, and federal and other agencies place on us and talked about instead of when there might be a change just refilling a position, who do we really need on the bus and who do we need in what seats to make this team do what it really needs to do, continue to do, which is, um, you know, as we've described, you know, really um, provide outstanding, I think exceptional is a term that we've used a lot, exceptional services to the community. So the um, organizational chart on the next page, I'm asking that um, we delete this chart and um, replace it with the new chart. And um, the with that comes the next page, which is uh, there's a road superintendent position, I'll mention that in just a minute, but there's also a administrative assistant position. So in deleting this chart and then uh, putting in the new chart into the book, uh, what we're doing is we're deleting an administrative assistant position, which had, uh, as I said, has been in place at least 25, possibly uh, more years. Uh, I do not need an administrative assistant, 25 plus years of technology. I know when I lived here as a resident, you would call there, someone answering the phone, taking messages for the former administrator and other uh, administrative tasks. Uh, and uh, that is not something that we currently uh, need today with the technology that we have available to us. Um, what I have discovered because of the talent in the staff is that I lean on more managerial and and sometimes executive level skill sets in both the road administrator and then also it, with Lauren and Ellen and other uh, uh, team members. And so I'm interested in putting into place the person who's my right hand over operations and who's my right hand over administration and specifically finance. And so that's the direction that I'm uh, heading. I mean, here's an example of the former administrative assistant position. The two lead responsibilities were receiving visitors and processing mail. So um, I would like to replace it with a finance assistant to the administrator, and I offer a creative position outline. Um, so uh, this position will directly work with me on fulfilling all the financial 
uh, accounting and other uh, executive and managerial level duties that are required to keep the office open and running and in compliance. Uh, and I put a, a lot of detail in here if you want to look over or if you want to uh, talk about it in more detail, I'm happy to go through that. What I will say is that um, my experience over the last four years, and we just touched on it earlier this evening, the business of bringing in new revenue to the township and managing that revenue, for example, the Jed Z, but also the grants. You know I'm a prolific grant writer. Uh, on Friday, December 29th at 8 o'clock p.m., Friday night, before New Year's Eve weekend, <laughs> I hit Following. send on a grant. <laughs> hit submit on a grant. I'm, of course you did. A thing. And you have a decent one right too. I have. <laughs> so what I, the cost to me is that I have managed all of the grants. It's great to get the money, but managing the grants is literally almost a part-time job. So all of the stimulus grants, CARES, ARPA, the OPWC grants for all of our uh, roads, all of the grants that, that we applied for and received for the firehouse redevelopment, and then the couple of grants that, that I wrote at the end of la last year, if those come through, those have the potential to be in the hundreds of thousands. So they require monitoring and compliance and reports and accounting, et cetera. And so that is something that I'm really looking for someone who has that expertise and interest to take off of me, frankly. Uh, we're looking for someone who has kind of what this team has, which is drive and enthusiasm and a can-do, you know, to pick it up. So that's really what I'm looking for. Um, you know, don't do things as a chore. Uh, and that's really where we get a lot of oomph for the residents and our businesses here. So that is one of the key things driving this, and then I've outlined, you know, everything else there. So I'm asking for that change this evening specifically, and then I'll just mention that I would like to come back before you, maybe in a couple of months, but I want to also change uh, Dustin Frazier's uh, position title and then add some additional duties as well there. Uh, the, similar to the administrative assistant position, the road superintendent position goes back decades as well. And it speaks mostly to maintenance and, and things like that. And Dustin functions almost in a role as an, a, a, on the operations side as an assistant administrator. Uh, which is why I fashioned the administrative piece for finance, finance uh, assistant too. And he is uh, crucial to many major capital projects that we work on, not just roads, but also the redevelopment of the, the firehouse, as well as taking care of all of the facilities that we have purchased for redevelopment. And for example, we owned uh, when, when I started, we owned this building and the compost yard at the Ridge and Highland in the Ridge and Highland District. We now have, we, we owned the firehouse, but it was sitting vacant and nothing happening with it. Now we will have an active, we have three more facilities. We will have an active uh, uh, town hall, uh, community center, senior center, event center, and then we will have an active commercial user in um, 6896 Murray, and then we will have uh, redeveloped uh, uh, whatever the final decision is on the Cambridge property, uh, most likely to support other redevelopment of other properties that are becoming available along Plainville. 
and Dustin is key in all of that as well. Uh, you know, I kind of handle the leading side of it, and so I'll wait and go into more detail when I bring that back to you, but I wanted to, sh to share that this is more of an organizational shift this evening uh, to, the, to our team uh, to bring on uh, and to acknowledge, um, uh, and including Lauren, she was a new position that we created a few years ago, to bring on the types of people who, as I said, are enthusiastic and excited about um, working for a community and working for a board that brings ideas and we, we vet them and we put them into play like NED, Neighborhood Economic Development Program, half a million dollars, boom, right into people's neighborhoods uh, and those types of things we just have not uh, previously been doing that require that much manpower and kind of staff managerial and as I said quasi-executive executive expertise and so that's the team that I'm looking to build so I'm asking for your support on the one move this evening for the finance assistant to the administrator and then I'll bring back uh, a f some, some minor changes to the road superintendent to acknowledge what he's really contributing no, and doing. I appreciate you making the change because I mean specifically to the title of road superintendent when somebody calls and has a certain problem solved it's like I'll have my road superintendent call you and it just seems almost in a awkward yeah. like my road superintendent like, well, I'll have my mechanic call you he does so much more than that so I, I appreciate the fact we're retitling these because I think it's a much broader position so and certainly the, the one in the office you know exactly what you need so I, I'm full support I make a motion that we uh, we approve. approve. Do I hear a second? I'll second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes. And I make a motion we dispense with the second reading. Do I hear a second? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes. Okay. I make a motion to approve the payment of bills, bank reconciliation, and financial reports. Does Steve vote on this or does he not? <sighs> oh. Well, he can abstain. Oh. He um, would not have knowledge of the materials from the the past month. Correct. So, so let's postpone that. Thank you for um, asking. Okay, but I, I make a motion that we approve the payment of bank uh, payment of bills, bankruptcy, and financial reports by second. Second. Roll call. Mr. Omar. Yes. Mr. Kabicki. Yes. Okay. Uh, I make a motion for the signing of the minutes and resolutions. Do I hear a second? A second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Kabicki. Yes. And I make a motion we adjourn. Do I hear a second? I'll second. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick, before we do it, we're going to have a great 2024. Uh, again, condolences to Susan Hughes's family, Lenny, the kids, and everything else. Uh, again, we, we will think of some way to tribute them in, in the future. Uh, 2024 is going to do some great things in Columbia Township. We've got a lot of, you know, like you said, a tough year here, and we're really looking forward to working with Steve and family and everything else. So um, we're going to have a good year. So. Cheers, and Brian, I always say, you finish yourself. Oh gosh, um, it's weird not—it's weird not being the new guy, but I'm excited. Certainly excited oh, for right. Steve. There you go. I've been the new guy for a, a while. So is Melissa, <laughs> she's a rookie, and she's been here like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like. It. Yeah. Well, I know. We, um, you know what we did today with TIFFs and re reorganizing the handbook is due to all the growth. You kind of said that. Mm -hmm. It's all the growth and all the great things happening in Columbia Township, and now we get to 
you know, put our minds together and how we're going to do that. So I'm excited for it. And, and again, we, uh, we planned our next podcast. I talked to Melissa a bit about this is to introduce our new trustees. We kind of had to go do this quickly in 30 days is to have Steve on and dig, uh, dig a deeper dive, find out how fast he runs the 100 and how fast he can swim <laughs> and, and everything else. So we'll, uh, we'll do a podcast on him so you can really get to meet the new trustee as well. So we'll get back and that'll be our special guest. Mm -hmm. Okay, with that, I make a motion we adjourn. Do I hear a second? A second. Roll uh, call. Mr. Lamont? Yes. Mr. Kavicki? Yes. Mr. Brokamp? Yes.